everybody. Welcome to Gutsy Presenter. Gutsy Presenter. Hi, Gutsy Scott. Presenter. <laughs> I love saying it. It's a catchy name it and is. people remember it. Yes. It's I'm great. Proud. I, we're proud. I'm proud of us. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> Very. And you know what's great is that we are demonstrating exactly what we want to talk about today, which yes. is how to include our listeners, mm -hmm. how to include our audience members in our presentation. That's our topic. What does that mean to you? Mm. That means not talking at the audience. It's talking with the audience. Yeah. That's what it means to me. Well, we gotta, I think we should dive into that more deeply because I bet if you said that to a hundred people who are deeply entrenched in the traditional presentation, that most of them still wouldn't get it. We've got to really hammer this home. Well, let's paint a picture. Let's yeah. make it happen for sure. How do, how do we do that? What's Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is when we are talking at an audience, we're really, really focused on ourselves yeah. and our agenda and what we feel we need to accomplish during the presentation. We are focused on the slides. We're probably reading the slides word for word to the audience and the audience is shutting down. There's no engagement. We're not getting them involved. Yeah. So if we're not engaging and pulling the audience into having a conversation, we, we lose them. Yeah. It, so often it is also an obsession with the content in a weird way. How so? I mean, well, if you're going to be inclusive, you've got to spend some of your mental energy on the listener. You've got to devote attention to the listener. And if your, I, your thought is to be successful here, I've really got to articulate this idea. I've got to get this information across. That's only part of it. I mean, if you can have all the great content in the world, but if you aren't absorbing what your audience is doing and how they're receiving it, it's just okay. not as impactful. That is absolutely one aspect of including the audience. Yeah. Yeah. I have another one that I want to add. Yeah, go for it. And this is around when you, especially even when you start out the gate, when you start the presentation, do something creative that will include the audience. Yeah. Stay away from the traditional, boring, expected introduction. I am Jennifer. I'm a coach. Whatever. <laughs> Boring. Ask them a rhetorical question. Pull them in. Get them to start thinking. Get them involved. And it could yeah. be a, did you know, rhetorical question, or have you ever, or when's the last time? Give them something that automatically pulls them into the presentation. It gets yeah. the, It's making it about them, and it gets them to start thinking. This is, I think it's a little harder than it sounds sometimes because people will do things to include the audience, or let me use the other word, involve the audience. Okay. Involves the audience talking or 
doing something physical, clapping their hands or whatever it might be. Sometimes that stuff can feel really contrived. I'm not a fan of it. Well, but sometimes it isn't, you know, this is the hard, it's the hard part. If you're going to do something that's a level up from just really good speaking and listening to include your audience, I think you've really got to walk through it and make sure that the content and the context calls for it. Yes. That it's it has not to make sense. Forced. Yeah. Right. It 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 must be practiced. Yeah. I would I would practice it on someone, someone at home or a colleague. It, it must be practiced at least until you know you're pretty good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Like is well, we'll involve them through Q and A. There'll be a Q and A period at the end. You know how I don't like that, Jen. I don't like. Well, we no, no, no. And Scott, it's because I believe you've mentioned this before. Our brains are not wired to hold on to a question. Yeah, forever, right? Suspend your thoughts, everybody. Suspend them. Let me talk for half an hour straight. Right. And just freeze your brain in that moment of time, and then we'll come back to it. And then, by the way, the minutes, you know, the moments passed. Your feedback, your insightful idea is no longer relevant, but you can still ask it if you want to with q and A. I <laughs> I know. So pausing during your presentation, Scott, you talk about putting up that black slide. Yeah. If you have slides, put up a black slide. Now there's no visual distraction for the audience. The focus is only between the audience and the presenter and ask. Yeah. Hey, I just covered X, Y, Z. Tell me yep. about your experience. Yep. Yep. Now tell let's me about shift. your pain points. Let's shift now to that circumstance of teaching because so much of presenting is an act of teaching people. No, not informing, not, not discussing training. or debating. What was that? It's not training. You're referring to... Um, helping your audience to learn something new? Well, I guess what I'm, I'm envisioning is that you and I lead workshops. And I know a lot of people that we coach also lead workshops of some kind. It, it, I don't know if I call it training. You know, it's a very gener generic term, but I guess we could, could say in that realm. That's where I think involving the audience is very natural and very called for. Yes. Like, for instance, involving the audiences, instead of walking somebody through a process, have them do it. Have them yes. simulate it. Do simulations. That's Love a great it. way of involving your audience. Scott, now they are the visual. Yeah, that's right. And if we do it with them as the presenter, we are also now the visual, not a boring slide. static slide. Yeah, yeah. I, I was a teacher for 13 years. I'm proud to say that. And I couldn't, I taught middle school. Mm. If I put up a boring slide and tried to teach kids these things that I was teaching them by talking through a process, somebody would have, they would have lit the, the classroom <laughs> on fire. You know what I mean? <laughs> it would have been bedlam. So I learned by necessity that learning stuff is an involved process. Mm. So those of you, maybe 
some of our listeners teach sometimes, and this may not be something that they commonly do, my advice would be um, try to think of ways instead of pushing the learning out at people and informing them, try and have them do it, try and have them walk through it, try to have them mm -hmm. apply it to yes. a, a simulated experience and, and let them learn that way. They'll, they'll go so much farther with. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. so impactful. And you know, that part of your audience are kinesthetic learners. They yeah. need to put it into action. They need to feel it and see it and hear it. And that's how they're able to recall it. Yeah. Yes. And I'm also going to add, because I actually touched a nerve when I said this, <laughs> my own I mean, nerve. My nerve. Are you my nerve. <laughs> <laughs> when you are leading a meeting, please don't do all of the talking. Use this format of including your audience because if you're leading a meeting for a team, that is your audience. Yeah. Get them included, get them talking. Okay. I can't help it. I, I know you asked me to, to give a final thought, but that <laughs> one sparked, more, one more thought. <laughs> give it. Okay. I'll, I'll do my best to keep this fairly concise. Do an informed conversation model to your meeting, not a presentation. Somebody stands up and goes through a bunch of slides. And that means prepare a short document, have people silently read that document at the top of the meeting. It has to be short, five, six pages. You know, not, no, not a lot of text. It's not like a report, Oh, you know, but just something more what Jeff Bezos, because he created this concept, would call a memo. Everybody oh, reads yes. it. Yes, it's a, isn't it lightning? It's the lightning. Oh, I didn't hear, I haven't heard that term, but that, I yeah. love it. I love it. I believe that's what they call it. But the cool thing is everybody goes, that seems like a phenomenal waste of time for people to read for the first five minutes of a meeting. I'm like, it's not at all because then you can hold on to that document and converse. Yes. And nobody's sitting there dominating the time. And let me guess it is it has bullets. It's clear. It's yeah. easy to follow. Yes. It's not a dense no. document. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, not a dense document. And it's not too sparse either. I mean, you don't want to hand out stuff that's kind of really cryptic stuff you would use as a visual aid. It's got to have enough meat to it that people can read it and kind of get it. Okay. So it's kind of a middle, middle ground. Thank Great. you. Thank you for inviting me to share that because it always was like, Scott, that's what we do for each other. Once you said that, I was like, yes, <laughs> informed conversation. It, it is a great approach. Yes. It yes. Is. It is. All right. Next Art. week. Next we week, to? we have our gutsy guinea pig. We have Ashley Faust. Yep. She's, and she's a dear friend. Uh, she is, she's wonderful too. Marketing energy is what I think about when I think of Ashley. So we'll, we'll get to uh, work with her. Wonderful. Okay, everyone, thank you for tuning in. And yep. please check out Gutsy Presenter. And hey, if you, like this, if you like this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, go to our, our podcast on Apple and, and like it, comment. All that helps us get the word out. We really appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. Right, appreciate bye -bye. you. Bye-bye.